Save the Semantics, episode 135. It is January 17, 2021. My name is Myro. This is the podcast where I talk for however long I want. Um, but usually I'm pretty consistent at around 20, 20 minutes, 25 minutes or so. And I just kind of talk about, you know, whatever the fuck. There's only so much to talk about. But that's just kind of what this is. It's just me rambling for a decent amount of time. Um, when was the last time I recorded? See, I have to like look back now and shit to like see. Um, so it's been a couple weeks, looks like. Um, yeah. I mean, it's been a crazy month already. Start of the year. I would say, in terms of, you know, news and that sort of thing. Wait, let me check again. December 31st. So, last episode was at the end of the year. So, this will be the first episode of this year. Um, yeah, quick recap of things that have happened. Just a crazy amount of shit that I'm not going to get into. Um, but, it's just a lot, <laughs> for sure. Um... And yeah, things um, things are definitely moving forward in a sense, both you know outside of my life and within my own life. I would say I've just been keeping busy with work, which is good. It's definitely felt these last, I would say these last couple of months, for the most part, I've felt very. Um, like of course it's had it's taken some time to get used to the routine of work every day and i've been very fortunate that i haven't had to you know commute or anything like that i've just had i've just been in place um so that's been nice um but it's it's been a it's i'd say it's been like a healthy steady flow for the most part i felt pretty comfortable with where i'm at um, obviously the type of work that I'm doing is going to pick up as, um, as the days and weeks progress, progress, but like right now I'd say I'm pretty, I'm doing, doing pretty good for the most part, I'd say, you know, I think if I don't get distracted by shit, if I'm just kind of focused on whatever task I'm working on, whatever that might be, then I'm like, all right, I feel good about things, you know, without, <laughs> without taking too much from the, ex my externalities, I would say, right, I feel pretty good about things, um, things, <laughs> for me, like, I just, my mood can shift so quickly, this isn't to say that I'm, you know, I don't have any, um, like, I have never had, like, a case of, like, bipolar or anything like that, I, I just mean in the sense of, like, things can just, like, radically shift my mood and, like, so quickly. Like, if anything, like, seeing any sort of, like, news article that's, like, you know, very emotionally, like, impactful, it's always gonna, I don't know, recently it's felt like, you know, it's done a number on my, <laughs> my, my mental <laughs> and my mood for the day, honestly. Like, I was, um... I think I said for, I think last time I said that I, I essentially, you know, 
deleted Reddit. <laughs> I, you know, I reinstalled it just, you know, just to keep up with things and media and that sort of shit. But yeah, it, it's, 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 I've just noticed how quickly things can change just by reading a post or whatever, you know, like, I think I was reading, I don't know, I forgot what I was reading exactly, but it was something, it was, I think it was probably relationship advice. <laughs> I tell myself like not to go there for, for shit. And then sometimes I just end up there because sometimes a lot of the posts are so just kind of insane and they just end up on like the front page. And so like you, it's hard not to like click into it and be like, holy fucking shit, this is some juicy, juicy content, you know, even though this is someone's life is being completely and utterly ruined right now. But this is some, this is solid content right here, you know, again, I've talked about how, you know, there's a lot of you know, there's a lot of instances where these stories could be completely fake, you know, but when they're not, it's like, well, shit, this is someone's actual life at stake here, kind of, they've, <laughs> you know, talking about being emotionally and, you know, physically manipulated in a sense, maybe not physically, physically abused, you know, like there's, there's those types of stories and you're just like, fuck, this fucking sucks, you know, and it, just, and it just puts you in a shit, you know, like it puts you like it's sort of in the headspace of whoever um, wrote the post and you kind of, I don't know, at least from my perspective, I sort of try to relate to that in a sense where I, I'm, I'm kind of empathetic to their situation or sympathetic to them. Um, and I get kind of wrapped up in it and I, 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 I mean, it's, I think, you know, it's, it's maybe... <laughs> I think it's natural to kind of be, you know, emotionally um, affected by someone else's story. But, like, sometimes it's just there's only so much of it that you can personally take. Especially if it's someone you have no, like, there's no, you have no relation to them in, in you know, like, neither as a friend or an acquaintance. Like, you have no, you have absolutely no connection to them. You don't even know what they look like. You don't even know who they are. But you know, either they're, <laughs> either their writing is solid, and you're like, okay, this is solid, this is a well-written story, and you get kind of consumed by that, or they, you know, talk about their experiences in a very raw sense, where it's like, this feels pretty genuine for the most part, so I can kind of feel a lot more empathetic towards it, because it seems realistic, it seems like something that anyone can go through, so then you kind of get sucked into that, and um, again, I don't think it's, you know, it's not a bad thing to have empathy or a sympathy or whatever, but I just, in my cases, I just feel that sometimes it's, it's just like too, it's too much for yourself to handle, especially if it's like a situation where you just have no, you know, sense of idea of, you don't have really a solution to provide and you're just kind of reading it as an outsider. Um... Yeah, so I, I I don't know. It's 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 a lot to kind of take in. Um, I think that it's all like you know I, as I usually kind of preach. It's just sort of every, everything in moderation and that sort of thing. Um, so yeah, I've I've been trying to do. I think I've been doing a decent job of like you know lessening my consumption of shit, right? Um, News obviously is is something that is important to keep 
an eye out for, but I just don't think it's good to get sucked up into that, for sure. Um, yeah, I, I think I, I, I do a pretty good job about that, mainly because I've... I sort of tell myself, like, if you fall, if you follow down these news stories, you're going to end up going down this rabbit hole, and you're going to be stuck there for a little while, and, like, it's good to be informed, you know, but it, there's only so much that you can be informed about without, um, to a point where it, it becomes kind of detrimental to your own <laughs> self-being and shit, right? This is not really anything crazy, because I think that this is just sort of common, common sense, right? Like, if you get wrapped up in something that really doesn't, you know, you, you have an understanding about what is going on. So say, like, I guess you could talk about that in terms of conspiracies and, and that sort of thing, right? I think this is, that's sort of like the, um, that's sort of the, both the train of thought and sort of the sequence of events that happened for, like, the QAnon people <laughs> who, Right, some of them, some of them are like the people that raided the Capitol. Um, those people, you know, have get sort of absorbed in this conspiracy of sorts, um, and they they feel that there's sort of a deeper truth that you know, so the the media isn't revealing in a sense that there's there's sort of a plan in place, right? I've talked about this before, and this isn't really anything that I'm super knowledgeable by any sense, but I understand how someone can kind of get to that point of becoming, you know, where conspiracy is sort of their reality in a sense, right? In order, There has to be sort of this set plan in place, or else it doesn't make sense to them, right? Like, why, you know, the whole point of the QAnon... Um, my brief understanding of that movement is the fact that movement and conspiracy is that, you know, Trump is suppo supposed to be sort of this person who reveals all these details about politicians and these higher up powers. Like he, he was supposed to kind of, you know, kind of be a whistleblower on all of these pedophiles and all these criminals and in, in these top positions. Um... <laughs> they just sort of place their belief on him for some reason. I haven't read too deep into it, and I don't think I will, but that's just sort of my understanding of it. Um, because, you know, for for a lot of the, these people, it just doesn't make sense why certain things are the way they are. Like, they don't look at... I feel, at least, I feel like they don't really look at the history of things. I th in order to kind of understand why things are the way they are you need to have you need to do way more research as opposed to just sticking to a single narrative to what you know what these people think if that makes sense at all i'm saying that people sort of follow a perspective that only that they can kind of agree to that appeals to them and then anything that deviates from that is false or is, you know, fake news or whatever. So I don't know. It's, it's, um, yeah, it's a scary time for sure to be living in with so many people that kind of fall into that camp of not believing in essentially anything. And it's even, it's even hard for me to kind of 
decipher some things, right? Because there is, you know, there is some sense of truth in there being, you know, fake news and that sort of thing. The media puts out, um, but I think it's, it's, it's much more, it's, it's, it's very, um, there's so many ways in which news is manipulated to, um, gain an appeal to a viewership. Like, I, it's not really, I don't think, um, in, in my perspective, it's, it's not really that the media reporting false information. It's just the, the way they're reporting that information, right? Like, that's, that's sort of the gist of it. The way, the way CNN tells the news is different from the way Fox News tells the news. Like, there's just, you know, deferring um, coverage of it, right? Like, that's not really, that's also not a very new thing either. But it's just, um, but yeah, it, it's, you know, it's sometimes, it's, it's difficult to really, it can, it can be difficult to kind of um, tell apart some things if, if that makes sense you know you know i think that it if if you don't if you feel like the media the general media the you know mainstream media is essentially not telling the truth then you're gonna want you're gonna turn to other sources and <laughs> if those people are saying like you know we are we 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 provide a more nuanced perspective than the mainstream media you're like oh okay i kind of like that I kind of like that you have that, you know, you're providing that perspective for people like me who are confused and don't understand what the fuck is going on. And then that, so they, then, then they put it in terms that makes sense, but in reality, it's real, it's manipulative. It's also providing a very biased perspective on things, right? It's, it's, I think it's, it's very difficult for any form of news publication nowadays not to have some sort of slant, right? So, I think, yeah, everyone has an agenda, that sort of thing. So, it's it's hard not to kind of be a little skeptical of these things. So, I, I that, that's, that's the one kind of thing that I kind of maybe understand from the crazy Trump supporters perspective, you know what I mean? Um, like for example, I'll give somewhat of a, um, closer to home example. So where I live, there's, there's been, I don't know if it's been the case recently, but a a little while ago, there were people that were posted up and they were, they had this campaign. Um, they were petitioning to, um, recall Gavin Newsom, who's the governor of California, essentially their perspective is that they felt that he was not doing, you know, him shutting down, essentially ordering to shut down businesses, you know, was affecting them in that way. But (laughs) it's very clear for my, you know, for me that these people are, you know, conservative people, like none of them wear masks, like they fall into that camp. It's, it's, it's hard like there's never especially when it comes to certain things like there's just never it's hard for there to be like a common ground you know even if i like do agree with some points that they make i agree that you know Newsom has some 
questionable policies and he there are he, you know he's you know been a hypocrite in the sense that he's you know ordered these um rules about wearing a mask and um what is it closing the interiors of restaurants when he was seen at like a high-end restaurant with like a bunch of people like that's you know that's sort of the hypocrisy on his part but that's not really the i don't think that's why (laughs) that's not the reason that these like recall newsome people are petitioning no that's not that's not the reason why the reason why is because they feel that you know there's this you know, their, you know, businesses are being shut down and they believe it's the the governor's fault when uh, it's, you know, so much more than that. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I, 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 it's just that it's, I, I think, you know, I've, I've said, I don't know if I've actually said this, but there's a lot of, there's, you know, there's cases of where I'm like, I understand where these people are coming from, but we're just on, you know, very different, sides of it i agree to a sense that more should be done but it is not we are not sort of on the same page in that way i disagree with the fact that you're not wearing a mask i think you're pretty stupid for that i'm not going to say that to their face but that's sort of how i feel about it you know it's like you (laughs) you have these perspectives but i just don't think we're not on the same page, <laughs> kind of, you know, I don't know how to, like, it's, it's hard to, it, like, it, it's so hard, you know, there's, there's always, like, talk about trying to find, like, a middle ground and that sort of thing, and I just think it's incredibly difficult to do that, <laughs> you know, so there's just no real, it almost feels pointless to get into that, those types of arguments, I don't, I don't really, I don't talk to people, <laughs> I'm holed up in my house for the most part, like, there's just no, do I, I don't need to do any of that, so I'm not going to. I'm not going to go out and create discussion with people. I'm not going to any bars or anything like that anytime soon, so I do miss, I miss going out on that note, just kind of going off of that. I do miss going out and shit. I really do. It's It's been a whole year <laughs> since I've done any anything relating to like social activity it's been such a long time i haven't done any you know i haven't done any outgoings i haven't really you know it's been a minute i mean i i have you know hung out with people over the past year but it's been so far in in between that it's just not i I don't even really you know consider those to be real you know get-togethers because I st- it's still under the paranoia of like the pandemic so it's a little hard to enjoy yourself when you have this fucking looming problem above you <laughs> um yeah I, I miss that i miss i miss going to the theaters too i've been watching some videos kind of discussing the um you know the shift from um the traditional f- theater setting to to streaming i mean that's that's you know this that's sort of been a discussion for the past year or so but it's definitely a lot more once you know once 2020 has sort of gone by it definitely feels a lot more um relevant now that um it is very much the case where a lot of these big movies are going to 
streaming platforms instead of like theaters or or if it, if it is the case they sort of split it um between streaming platforms and a theater i haven't been to, you know obviously i haven't been to theater since i don't even know i think I'm, I'm trying to think what the last movie i watched was i think it was parasite i don't know if that was man that's crazy i can't even think of i don't remember if parasite came out in 2019 or 2018 that's that's crazy it's it's just completely losing track of time. Um, I bl- I think it was Parasite. That was you know that's the, the one I remembered the most. I just remember, um, yeah, just going by myself and having a really good time watching that movie. It was a really really great movie. I've talked about it before. Um, yeah, I don't, I'm trying to. Th- I'm really trying to think. I don't think there was anything else after that. Um, so, I mean, <laughs> if I never go to a theater again, I guess that's a pretty good one to end it off on. Um, but I do kind of miss going to the theater. I, in, in college, I, there were a couple times, or maybe there was like one or two times where I went to the theater. <laughs> I skipped class, and I I remember I skipped class, and I went to watch um, Endgame. And that was, that was a good decision. <laughs> I definitely don't regret that. Um, and that was great. I thought, that was, I thought it was really... You know, that was a definite theater experience. And it, it was toward the tail end of the um, that movie's showings. I think it, it was um, most people that I knew already seen it. And then, so I was kind of the last one to get around to it. Um, but I glad I, I'm glad I did watch it in theaters. Um, yeah. No, wait, I'm trying to think. Spider-Man. Was Spider-Man... Maybe it was Spider-Man. Maybe Spider-Man was the last one I saw. I don't know. I, I don't remember. But yeah, I, I do miss it. I do miss that kind of experience. I miss that. I miss, yeah, just going out and shit. Yeah, it, su- it sucks. <laughs> it does suck. Even after a year of, of kind of getting adjusted to whatever this is right now, you know, it's, it's hard not to be like, I want to go back out and just eat whatever the fuck. And do whatever the fuck in a sense um so hopefully that comes around um i've been trying to keep up with some news with the vaccine um i think there's i know i know there's issues with like the rollout and stuff um but you know i think at least in my area there's there's been some rollouts of like the first dose i know i know i need i know you like for security's sake you need like a second dose um but you know i'm again i'm I'm hopeful for that i think it's good that there's (laughs) it's good that we have that obviously um but yeah i mean that's been that i'm gonna try to move away from talking about just shit it's hard not to i think it's hard not to talk about just the shit that's been going on um there's really not, it doesn't feel like there's a whole lot else to really reflect on, but anyways, I think I'm getting back into anime, which is good, because I haven't watched any shows for the last, like, few months, um, as I've mentioned. Um, I got back into Code Geass, which I haven't watched in literal months, 
I think it was back in July. I was watching it last, so I had to kind of get caught up on what was happening. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm nearing the end. I'm I'm about to finish it. I think I have a few more episodes left, but really good. It I, I've talked about this, but it's it's. I don't know if I would consider it one of my favorites, but it, it it's it's been a very enjoyable watch for sure. In terms of entertainment value, it's it's definitely up there. I think there are some issues with the pacing. It's a little hard to I get it, it's a little hard to um put together that show because there's just so much going on in every single scene. Like it's insane. It, it, there's no there are no pauses for that show. It feels like there are a few episodes that are kind of gag episodes in between. There are like maybe two of those for each season. There are two seasons. Um, that involve like chasing a cat or whatever the fuck. And the rest is just nonstop, just shit against the wall. There's fucking thousands of people getting killed every episode. It's like, it's insane. <laughs> it's just like an insane show. It just keeps going. It just doesn't stop. Um, but I think, you know, I, I, I'm guessing that they had to do a certain number of episodes with the time allotted. So they had to f- just fill each episode to the brim with just shit. And, you know, I feel, I feel like they've done a really good job. I feel like they've, they've just, you know, in terms of entertainment, like I said, it's, it's definitely up there for me. Very easy to get into. I feel like characters are all pretty engaging, even though there are so many characters in that show. Um, but you know, Lelouch, is one of the more interesting main characters of, of a show that I've I've watched. And yeah, everyone else is everyone else is great. So I'm reaching the end of that. And I'm you know, I'm excited to kind of get back into watching whatever else because I've just have I've just sort of had a dry spell when it comes to watching any sort of show. And you know, again, there's just so much out there, you know, so I think there's just it's just better to kinda stick to one thing and then kind of work from there. So I'm, I'm starting with ending off Code Geass and I'm thinking about maybe getting into the second season of ReZero. That was what I was kind of excited for this year, but, you know, things happened. Um, so I haven't really gotten around to it, but I'm excited to get back into that world. I think ReZero is, you know, is, it has been up there as one of my favorite shows of the last, I don't know, of the ones I've seen. Um, also I think Promised Neverland came out with another season as well. It's been a while since I've really caught up with any of these shows, but, um, there's, it seems like there's a lot of good stuff out there. (laughs) Um, but, you know, it just depends on what my motivation is and whether or not I have the time to watch, but yeah, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to watch some, you know, watch something new. Or not necessarily new, but get back into something that I've enjoyed in the past. Um, I also started to play Nino Kuni. I don't know if I talked about this last time, but I um, I've been wanting to play sort of the newer, updated version. It, it's still an older game. Like this, this version of the game came out in 2014, and then it was released for the Switch um, either last year or a couple years ago. 
So it it's sort of it, it's the twenty it's the twenty fourteen version which was originally released on the PS three or the PS four. I think it was a PS three. Um and I have the original DS version, which came out in like two thousand and twelve or something like that, which is crazy. Um so there there are a lot of differences. The story for the most part is the same. I think they've made some changes. Um but the combat is very different from the the DS. The DS had this sort of top down view, like you ha- you you put your characters or you put your um party members on like a board essentially and you kind of have to coordinate um where to put them. Um if you put them closer to the front, they, you know, they do more damage. If you put them to the back, the enemy won't get to them essentially, you know, essentially. It's sort of pretty pretty basic JRPG battle mechanics. Um but this one is a is a little more action RPG-ish. Um but I I've been having fun with it. I think I'm I'm excited to kind of get into sort of the um the uh I don't know what the I don't know what the game play mechanic is called, but essentially it's like Pokemon, you know, where you can collect monsters and shit, but there's a different term for that. Um but I'm excited to kind of get into that um part of the game where I can try to get more party members and shit. So that's been cool. That's been fun. The music in it is fantastic. That that hasn't changed. It's it's so good. <laughs> it, it's composed by Joe Hisashi, who did, um, you know, who composed the best Ghibli movies. <laughs> so like you know, Castle in the Sky, Howl's Moving Castle. Um, pretty sure he did um, Princess Mononoke. But you know, the best ones. <laughs> so the soundtrack is fantastic. The art style is you know Ghibli. So. It it really feels like you're playing within you know you're playing like a Ghibli game, which is which is really cool. Um, so yeah, I've been having a lot of fun with that. And you know, outside of that, just you know, same old, same old. I've been getting into, I've been trying to get back into running. I I feel like I should have ran this weekend, but I decided not to. Um, but this last this last past week, I I've ran. Monday through Friday, which is very rare for me. I've been getting up like early to try to run and shit. And this has been good. Like I feel like I'm like I can kind of see myself getting it back into shape in a sense. So that's kind of cool. Um I'm going <laughs> to I'm you know, I'm going to try my best to commit to that because I think it'll be good for me to work out again cuz that's, you know, that's when I feel like I'm I'm kind of, you know, you know, being in shape generally feels, feels good, you know, even if the, uh, the process to get there is sometimes incredibly painful, but we're, we're going to try to get there. So we're, we're keeping things moving. Um, as they would say, who says that? Who the fuck knows, man? I said it. All right. I'm going to try to keep things moving. Um, I've been talking for 30 minutes, which is not what I expected but sometimes that sometimes that just happens you know it's felt like there's a lot to talk about a lot of bullshit in the first half so i'm glad whoever listened muddled through that and we're gonna call it this has been save the semantics signing off